Hello, and welcome. Welcome back to the Philly Fanatic Pod, where today we have a special guest with us today. It is I, Mr. Walkers. My eighth grade history teacher. We have a lot of things on the agenda for today. So we also have a very short amount of time. So let's just get started. First thing up on the agenda for today, we have the Knicks here on the podcast. The most important thing that's happened within the last week. The press conference from yesterday, Nick Sirianni's press conference. Yeah. yeah. It, was pre- it was pretty interesting. It, w- it was very interesting. Yeah. It kind of seemed like Nick Sirianni was getting covered for by Howie Roseman a, l- a little bit. And uh, kind of seemed like Nick Sirianni is going to have zero control moving forward of the offense or defense. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, I kind of agree. It was also they were also making excuses for why they became late because of the snow. I thought that was pretty dumb. Anyways, I, I think it was because Vic Fangio said that he was going to be leaving Miami, and I think they were trying to get a deal done with him. Yeah, yeah. But it could have been snow. They also uh, Howie Roseman also did say during that interview that like it was kind of more Nick Sirianni's idea to fire Sean Desai. Like, if that's true. And Nick Sirianni was the person to like make that decision. I think that's kind of crazy, because that's kind of like a fireable offense. He should have been. I think he should have been fired if that's the case, because you could see their defense was awful after that. And that was his decision. So that's on him as a coach. Yeah. The one thing I did like that Howie Roseman did say at the very end was that the only thing that matters is winning. It's good. That is good. And and. Nick said that whoever comes in as the offensive coordinator, they're, it's going to be their offense. Like, they're going to run his offense. Yeah. So that's good because yeah. we know that we need some better offense for the Eagles. And they got the weapons, so. We do. So shifting more to the Vic Fangio idea, I think, I think it's a good idea. Like, he came in last year with the Dolphins, and he improved them by a lot. And the Dolphins had a lot of, like, they had a lot of good talent on defense, but a lot of them were hurt at different points in the year, and they still were, like, a top-10 defense mm-hmm. for sure. And he has, like, a really good history of um, – a really good history of, like, having top-rated defenses. Uh, maybe not as, like, a head coach. I know, like, when he was the head coach of the Broncos, he didn't do super great. But, like, when he was defensive coordinator for all these different teams, Chicago, San Francisco, like, they were in the top-10 and a lot of times top-5 in defense, which is good. Yeah. And he's a veteran, and he's really smart and knowledgeable. Like, I, I, I would be fine with that hiring. Uh, there was also, I forget, they... There was they did one, hire him. They did hire That's him? official. Official? Breaking news. Just like, nah, just nah, now? No, no, no. I thought it already happened today. No. It didn't happen yet. Well, like, the, the, the news, according to Adam Schefter, was he's leaving the Dolphins to go to the Eagles, but it hasn't officially contract happened yet. Unless it just did. Three hours ago, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN, Fangio will be the Eagles' next defensive coordinator. He is traveling to Philadelphia on Thursday morning to sign his contract and make it official. So I guess they just—I guess they just haven't posted the contract yet. Yeah, but it's basically like a done it's, deal. Yeah, I guess it's a done deal. There was also there was a offensive coordinator they were looking at. I forget who. The Eagles. Yeah, I think they. I don't remember who. There was. Um, Frank Reich, I think it was like Bobby Slowick, some dude from like the Tex the Texans like yeah that's coach. who it was that's who it was I yeah. don't remember his name yeah I don't remember his name um let's shift to Embiid's seventy points 
against against the Spurs. Showing showing the new guy what the NBA is like. like yeah, I think he had some extra motivation because because Pop, the Spurs coach, was was talking about uh, they were going to show Embiid who's boss, basically, for lack of better phrasing. And I think Embiid maybe took that a little personal. Yeah. Not only was it seventy points too, like it was really efficient. He only had twenty, like twenty-one of those points were from free throws. And if you look at all the people that scored like seventy, like around seventy points, like in NBA history, a lot of them did it scoring like six, seven, eight threes, having like a ton of free throws. So there's some haters out there that were like, "Oh, Embiid only shot a lot of threes, or he made a lot of free throws, and that's why he had seventy. Like he made twenty-one free throws and made one three-pointer." So he was just that efficient. And watching it was, was really cool. I don't know if you actually like watched the game. But yeah, I couldn't watch any of it. I just watched the highlights. Yeah. But like only only having other like that's the top score in franchise history, but like there is the Wilt Chamberlain thing where he did score hundred because like part of it was the Philadelphia Warriors, so kinda of like the same like franchise idea. But still like as a seventy sixer, that's the most scoring a player's ever had. So that's a very cool achievement by Embiid. Yeah, and his and like all of his stats this year have been like up, like career best. I think I don't know, I don't know what the exact number is, but I think he's actually like in NBA history, like points per minute or something like that. He's yeah. averaging the most in NBA history, which is yeah, insane. I did hear that. It's like fifty point something. Nick Nurse has just flipped the switch, unlike Doc Rivers did, which I don't know why the Bucks hired Doc Rivers. Yeah, I was really weird. Um, I know, like, I heard that they fired their coach because he wasn't going to perform, like, in the playoffs. And um, I know, like, obviously Doc Riz- Rivers, <laughs> Doc Rizzers, Doc Rivers has a good history of, like, you know, being with, with playoff teams like like the Celtics and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, maybe they just wanted, like, a savvy veteran coach. But, like, if that was the reason to, like, get, like, try to, like, Get get places in the playoffs, and their cu- current coach couldn't do that. Like, why would you go to Doc Rivers, who like the past three years could not get out of the second round? And like, he did have that finals win, like, but he was carried by that Celtics team. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he had some something to do with it, but, but yeah, I'm sure. A coach, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's very interesting hire, and if you're a Sixers fan, you're probably jumping up and down because that means the Bucks probably won't get out of the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, but like. It would be great to play them in the second round, but like if we lose to Doc Rivers in the second round, that would be kind of sad. My like, world would crumble. Like, what, what do you think would be worse? Like losing to Doc Rivers in the second round or losing the NBA Finals? Oh, losing to Doc Rivers in the second round. Yeah. Because at least you made the finals. the finals. Get out of the second round, yeah. But the craziest game besides the NBA game was definitely the uh, Chiefs-Bills game. The 24-21 win for the uh, Chiefs with the missed field goal by Tyler Bass. I think it was 27-24. Was it? I think so. Pretty positive. Not that it really matters. Still three points regardless. 27-24. My bad. It might have been. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen was showing that he can play in the playoffs and can succeed in the playoffs. But I do think that he pressed a little too hard. Like, he was trying to make a couple throws that, um, like that one that obviously Stephon Diggs should have caught, like that really long bomb one. It went, like, right through his hands. But there was a couple throws where Josh Allen, like, had some guys over the middle where maybe he wasn't going to get 40, 50 yards, but he could have picked up 
maybe that many with some yak. But, yeah, I mean, that had to have been crushing for a really good field goal kicker to miss a 44-yard field goal to tie a game. But, yeah, and that was great. Patrick Mahomes' first, like, road playoff game going to the Bills. I don't know. Maybe the fix is in for the Chiefs to just keep going and Taylor Swift to keep getting shown on the TV. It was also it was also kind of funny seeing uh, Jason Kelsey shirtless up in the box. MV- yeah. MVP of the game right there. Yeah, he's the he's a man's man. I thought it was cool that in a lot of those shots you saw Jason Kelsey in there, the support of his brother, hopping down out of the box to like go and and bring fans up yeah. or like sign autographs. Like that was cool. I hope I hope he comes back to the Eagles for another year, but. Who knows? Who knows? But who do you think will win, Chiefs or Ravens? I I, I want the Ravens to win. I don't I don't want the Chiefs to go to another Super Bowl. Yeah. Actually, did you know? I mean, I'm sure you do. The Chiefs have gone to like six straight AFC title games. Yeah. Where, like that's insane. Like they have it so good in Kansas City. <laughs> Going to the to the AFC Championship game six years in a row with Mahomes is is wild. But I don't know. I mean, I. I, I don't think you should ever bet against Patrick Mahomes, even though I feel like their team just isn't as good. Like, they're finding ways to win, and Andy Reid's a really good coach. Like, you can never count them out. And they're finding ways to win, but I, I want the Ravens to go. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I would really like a Ravens-Lions Super Bowl. I concur. I just I – I'm honestly even – I'd be okay with the Chiefs winning as long as it's not the 49ers. Yeah. I do not want the 49ers to win. And if you get the Chiefs to win – now you're going to spark the whole debate about Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady because he's going to start getting closer to to being one of the greatest of all time up against Brady. Another uh, big news football thing that happened yesterday, I'm pretty sure, was it uh, who signed Jim Harbaugh? The Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I one of my best friends is from uh, is a Michigan fan, and he's really upset that the Chargers got Jim Harbaugh because he loved him in college but hey it's i think it's a good coach i think it's a good coach for them um i think that it'll be interesting to see because it feels like the chargers have been such like an offensive minded team but they have like the second most money spent on defense and having a defensive minded coach like harbaugh coming in like we could see a big switch and see the chargers be like maybe a really nasty defense moving forward was was he um was Jim Harbaugh in the NFL before, too? Yeah, he coached, uh, I believe, I don't know all the teams he was on, but I know he definitely coached the 49ers because, like, the, like 2000, like, 12-ish time, maybe, there was a 49ers and Ravens Super Bowl, and the Harbaugh brothers coached against each other. Oh, yeah. And the, and the Ravens won. That was when the all the electricity went out, and they'd, like, pause the game at halftime. And I think the Ravens were actually, or maybe it was the 49ers were, like, doing really well the power goes out and then the ravens scored like a ton of points in a row and won the game it was insane yeah i i'm it's gonna be interesting to see jim harbaugh in the nfl again yeah i'm looking forward to it there's a lot of coaches like this is probably one of the craziest like free agent classes of like coaches phil belichick mike vrabel vrabel Pete carroll Mm -hmm. um jim harbaugh you know yeah there's a lot of like Big name coaches out there. It'll be interesting to see where they go. Do you think? Uh, speaking of college coaches, do you think uh, Nick Saban will come out of retirement and do anything? I don't think so. I think he's, I think he's kind of done. I think he really wanted to win one more with Alabama this year, mm-hmm. and I think that. I don't think. I mean, maybe he'll be like a consultant to someone, but 
when you've dominated the college game for so long, I feel like it's kind of better to go out on top than try to, I don't know, maybe like piece some things together and hope that you can make the playoffs again. Yeah. Well, that wraps up episode two of the Philly Fanatics pod. Thanks for listening. And sorry for it being a short one. We just had a limited amount of time. But we, I will come out with a longer one later next week maybe or over the weekend. But thanks for listening. Have a great day.